If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yes, and, and so you would be talking, so you're also talking about, well, I was just doing research on this the last week because we're going to do some shows on it. Uh, for instance, like geoengineering, right? So in eight states yeah. in the United States, they admit they're spraying silver iodide, they're spraying uh, uh, dry ice. I mean, this is admitted by the government into the air. Now, does the government ever announce on the nightly news that the snowstorm or the rain that's coming down today was caused by us spraying stuff in the air? So you're spraying this in the air. On top of it, we have arsenic poisoning it gets dumped out of the factories it comes from uh big agriculture and everything else that are in our soils the foods everyone that are buying in the grocery store uh, for the last 20 years have been completely genetically modified even the stuff at grocery stores labeled organic Uh are still genetically modified in many cases they just don't use certain pesticides on that stuff everything that for instance i buy from local farmers that i know or i grow in my gardens God only knows what's in the soil underneath that now and what's in the air, uh, even yeah. though I'm growing it. So we have all those pollutants, all those toxins, all those chemicals that are all around us at all times. You know, I, you see people nowadays posting, you know, chemtrail photos everywhere. I, mm-hmm. You see way more than you did 20 years ago. I remember as a kid, oh, I yes. never looked up in the sky and I would see checkered patterns everywhere. <laughs> so you see this, yeah. and, and you don't even have to get into the conspiracy of chemtrail versus contrail. When the government admits to doing cloud seeding right here in the united states it's like well what else Mm -hmm. do you want they admit that they're doing it so is that what you're saying that a lot of the stuff that we may see today uh for instance you know what we would call a cold or what we would call the flu or what we would call covid could be caused by the radiation from the cell towers who knows what kind of new electrical grids and stuff we're using uh all those radio waves were pumping through the air put that on top of the toxins the gmo foods and everything else that we're ingesting plus on top of it like in the case of covid land they created a lot of uh, germaphobes and hypochondriacs Mm -hmm. people that are in a constant state of fear so what one would actually call you know my immune system or maybe that's not what it is is actually being weakened by the fear by the propaganda by the psychological warfare operation and i see a lot of people uh you know those folks they go to somewhere for a christmas party 
They're totally fine. And then they find out two days later that Jeannie tested for the flu. So now a day later, they go, oh, my God, I have the flu. I must have caught it from Jeannie. And I swear a lot of that is mental. A lot of it's you drive yourself into sickness. Yeah. So I'm I'm a believer and uh, I do practice German new medicine. And um, German new medicine is... um, is it was a huge discovery for me because it was the missing piece in understanding the terrain completely. Because the terrain, well, I think I'm anticipating and uh, I'm going ahead of myself here because uh, we haven't touched on uh, germ uh, germ versus terrain. Or are we getting there? Oh no! Let's yeah, we let's clarify germ versus terrain uh, now, and then you can talk about that because then I want to just follow back up and ask you, uh, you know, people who would say, "What about the Spanish flu? What about the Black Plague? You know, stuff like that." So yeah, so okay, let's go back there. Let's back up and go to uh, German uh, okay. terrain, and then talk about these. So um, there are some really interesting books that I suggest people to read. Uh, that will clarify in detail um, the uh, pandemics throughout history. And you can find them on my website. Uh, I put links there on my website. Um, One of them is um, um, The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. The other one is, here we go, Truth Truth About Contagion or The uh, Contagion Myth by Tom Cowan and uh, Sally Cowan Morell. Virus Mania. And uh, the fourth one is What Really Makes You Ill by Don Lester and David Parker. These are great books to really learn what is contagion or actually what is not contagion and the origins of the so-called pandemics, in, especially in the book, uh, The Invisible Rainbow, which connects and clarifies that every single pandemic that was declared throughout history um, was preceded by the deployment of a new technology that includes radar, that includes radio, that includes um, the, you know, the cellular technology, 3G, 4G, and 5G, um, every single one of them has, um, has seen a deployment of a new technology, the electrification of Earth. And why would that, for example, um, deployment of a new technology or a new electrical system in one part of the world will affect the rest of the world. Why is that? And one of the theories, and I believe it is true, is that Earth has the ether system and the ether affects the whole um, layer covering Earth. So there's ether around us. We, we swim in ether, and if the ether is affected by something, by technology, we will feel it everywhere. We do not need to have airplanes uh, 
you know, and people traveling to bring you the disease. That does not happen like that. If you affect the layer that covers earth, the air that we breathe, right? If you affect it with electrical pulses or waves, then we get affected too. That's interesting. So like dropping poison into a body of water, enough poison mm-hmm. that would then spread through the entire body of water. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And so, that's uh, detailed in, uh, in the invisible rainbow. Oh, that's interesting. So l- let me just ask you this then with, um, Okay, so if you take the case, like you mentioned, these uh, sort of, I would say, post-industrial era technologies that have come about that then can create these problems. What happens if people say, like, oh, the Black Death from, you know, 1350? I mean, first off, I don't necessarily believe a lot of our history that goes back that old is necessarily true. I I can't prove it. I don't have a time machine. Uh, But but so when when people talk about that stuff, uh, do you necessarily... Uh, believe it or uh, do you no. discount it? How does it work? So, even if it happened, it had to be poisoning. It cannot be something that, you know, is transmissible from person to person. It is impossible. Contagion has never been established or proven to exist. So, it had to be poisoning through water, through food, or through anything. But it, it has not been established that it was contagious. And yes, uh, the book yeah, that just, will establish that is uh, what really makes you ill by Don Lester and David Parker. They go through all these things, the plague and the black plague and bubonic plague and whatever it is. Uh, through history and all the recordings, um, there's no causal link between a um, what you call bacteria or a germ or a fungus or a parasite and these you know, uh, maladies. Okay. So then you believe, as we just mentioned before, but just to reiterate that when humans get sick, uh, the symptoms that the human is experiencing are symptoms of the body actually trying to heal or push out toxins or push out, uh, chemicals or radiation or whatever, or trying to repair, uh, damage to the body that's inflicted by psychological damage and trauma. Uh, And Mm -hmm. so that's actually what's going on. And then you have the Rockefeller medical industrial complex teaching them to look at those symptoms, match those up to some disease out of a catalog, and then dose those people with big pharma drugs to mm-hmm. uh subdue those uh those symptoms basically is, yes. is what's going on rather yes. than saying uh because probably the same people that are behind the big pharmaceutical system are the people actually causing a lot of the trauma <laughs> so mm-hmm. instead of them saying yeah. okay let's see what's going on here uh whoa this is weird you had six new 5g towers put up in your city this week that's it. i mean and obviously there's no doctor out there who's trained to do that nor are they going to do that of course not and they do it in a very insidious way and you know it's a like very step by step like one little thing at a time through the years and the decades they're very patient these people they have an agenda that like goes you know centuries and the rockefeller you know uh uh industry or the rockefeller uh, what it called uh, agenda 
has started like in the late 1800s and it's still ongoing till now. These so people, they have generations of, you know, uh, deployment of new things. And let, for example, they have their experts that infiltrated every single aspect of, the, of our lives, like in, in the industry, the uh, engineering, science, politics, they're everywhere. Right. Yeah, so and they were mentioned by JFK in his speech, if you remember mm -hmm. um, the speech from uh, April, April 27, mm -hmm. 1961. He was talking yes. to the press and he mentioned these. They, he said they have infiltrated every single industry and aspect of your life. And Definitely. a year and a half later, he was killed. But the question that I ask people, do you think that the people he was mentioning, these secrets societies do you think that they became stronger or weaker since his death since the 1960s so oh, we've yeah. seen the creation of the cia the fbi we've seen the creation of uh, you know the un and who they keep you know creating these new organizations that tend to want to globalize everything and you know, bring in this agenda of like uh, the common good. Like you do things for the, you know, for the, the other people. So for the greater good, mm -hmm. right? So you get vaccinated so that others are protected or you get masks so that, so that others get protected. And it's been working. It's been mm -hmm. working so far for them. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, look, you've got the Bank for International Settlements started in 1930. They are the bank for the central banks for the major developed countries. And you've got the World Bank, which is, encompasses the rest of them. You have International Monetary Fund that are economic terrorists. Mm -hmm. Basically, we start wars in countries. Then they go in there and they go, here's $100 billion if you let us take over your waterway. Let us take over yep. your electrical grid. And then they own and control them forever because they know they can never repay the debt on the money mm -hmm. they're lending them. And before you know it, there's 100 90 countries with central banks they call yep. it the world the world currency system so people think each country has a sovereign currency system the bankers call it the world currency system <laughs> and they're about to push us into central bank digital currency that they're testing yeah. all over the world so let me mm -hmm. ask you this so now just to, just final to move off this topic so germ theory is obviously what the mainstream believes 99 percent of people believe that's the germs you know bacteria viruses funguses make you sick terrain theory mm -hmm. is that no, it's caused from something outside, toxins, chemicals, GMOs, radiation, and stuff of yeah. that nature. I mean, in simple terms, that's how to explain it to folks. Yes, absolutely. So terrain means the internal milieu, your body, and how the balance is in your body. So if the body is balanced, then you know the waste is minimal and it's being removed constantly from the body, then you have good health. But if there's a toxic overload, from all those, you know, pollutant, pollutants that you mentioned, like food, water, air, um, you know, uh, technology and uh, things like that, radiations. Um, if that, if, if the body is overloaded with those poisons and toxins, then you express symptoms of uh, healing, which, which is that the body is trying to remove those toxins. But um, the... The last piece of the puzzle that allowed me to understand uh, better health is German New Medicine, or um, the original name is Germanic Heilkunde. And German New Medicine uh, establishes 
the understanding and the biological laws that govern the body's functioning based on lived experiences. So uh, it is thanks to German new medicine that I could understand why a rash happens on the right side or the left side, why it touches your feet, not your hands, why it touches your back and not your, you know, your torso. Why is it your pancreas that is not producing insulin anymore? And why is it not the kidney or the, the liver? Why, um, if, if you think about terrain theory, all diseases are said to be caused by toxicity. And I do not discount toxicity. Toxicity is there and it could cause you a lot of damage and a lot of you know, issues. But um, establishing the location and the type of expression and the tissue that is involved in disease symptoms can only be explained by the connection between the psyche, the brain, and the corresponding tissue. Mm -hmm. So each area of the brain controls a certain area of the body that is established. We know that, you know, uh, the brain controls everything. So when the brain is affected by the psyche, our thoughts, perceptions of events, like uh, when you feel separated, when you feel abandoned, when you feel attacked, or you have ex existential, um, you know, uh, uh, concerns and uh, you have separation issues and things like that. Once you start healing from those, then you express symptoms. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's very deep. It's very, very much deeper than the understanding of the terrain. The terrain allowed me to really understand that the germ theory is junk and terrain made more sense to me. But then Ger German new medicine was the last piece that connects everything. Mm -hmm. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And then yeah. what would happen if people, I don't know if anyone's ever asked you this before, but what if people said, okay, uh, prior to the industrial era and the Rockefeller medicine coming into play, they would say, well, people died at a younger age. They died at 25. They died at 30. Now people live longer. They live to 70. They live to 80. How do you explain that you know was, was it more people dying of diseases or was it people living a rougher life back then obviously uh without yeah. the modern technologies that exist today or they died of starvation or maybe died of eating you know rotten foods or meat that had been uh, spoiled and such i mean how, how, i don't know if you've ever come across any of that or any questions that people have asked on that yeah topic. yeah I've, I've, I've heard that kind of questions um i truly do not believe that uh, it has anything to do with health Probably because of, as you said, um, you know, a rough life and lots of wars and battles and, um, and also uh, uh, lots of uh, cultural things where there was a, there was a lot of like uh, uh, females were being buried alive or like, you know, there was a lot of abortions when uh, 
when parents discover that uh, they had a female and you know it's it was it was crazy at that time but um, I believe very long time ago people used to live much longer than we do mm-hmm. and it was not until like the reported history that recent history that uh, we've seen uh, in history books which I do not trust uh, more than I trust uh, what is being taught right uh, like right now in schools um, mm-hmm. it is said that people used to live uh, shorter lives than we do right now but I don't really believe that mm-hmm. and even if it happens in the 18th 19th century and even in the early 20th century a lot of wars happened and who goes to war young people right it's the young people that go to war it's not they don't send you know elderly people to wars yeah well as, as, as i say to, yep yep go ahead sorry no i was gonna say as as i say to uh you know, friends of mine that don't believe in, say, a God, a creator, Mother Nature, you know, the natural world, the magic of life. I say, you know, to believe in uh, science or in the history books these days, you have to have just as much faith as you do mm-hmm. to believe in God. Because who's to say who wrote that history book? Where did it come from? I mean, you know, yeah. how, just if you find a first edition and you believe that's the first edition, look how many changes were made in that book by somebody long after the author died. And tell, mm-hmm. and it's not even the original um the original book but that one of the things i was just going to bring up and this is just interesting thought here so you have the folks same type of folks rockefellers that are responsible for a lot of what was the uh industrial boom uh we, we trace this back to sort of uh the scientists the engineers technologists growing out of the technocracy era which was the late 1800s going into the 1900s the same with the eugenesis this is where transhumanism and all this stuff grew out of but once they created this industrial uh life you know with machines uh, uh streamlining factories people didn't have to work necessarily is hard i think one of the unintended consequences they had back then is people at least from the era before that if they were dying younger to now living longer and then all of a sudden after the industrial boom you saw the population of the world double uh in a very short period of time now these Uh same folks uh that are controlling the big mother organizations like the who and the bank for international settlements over the last 50 years they said okay we made a mistake because we want to keep the population lower i mean this is not a conspiracy theory henry kissinger wrote about Mm -hmm. this in the 1970s now they're trying to figure out how to lower the population because their technology in this technological era allowed people to live longer because even the in the united states the person who lives the roughest life it's nothing compared to what it would have been 150 200 years ago you know living out in the woods and having to fight against a a, uh, you know, a bear or something that's going to kill you. So I, I think that's part of what we've seen over time is that these guys say, mm-hmm. oh, un- unintended consequences of our technological boom is now we have an explosion in population. Now we have to manage that. And they openly talk about it. It's, th- it's not like they don't talk about this out in the open. Yeah, but uh, the question is, why do they care? Like, live your life and leave us alone. <laughs> you know, and Earth, like when you look at Earth, if you travel by airplane, just look down. Most of the Earth is not populated. Most areas on Earth are not populated. So I don't know why they think, you know, 
Well, and then, well, yeah, overpopulation then, and things like that. I don't know why, but you know, but it's then, just but the, them being controlling. That's it. Yes, exactly. Using you know front men puppets like Bill Gates to buy up uh, farmland in the United States, mm-hmm. using the United Nations and programs like the thirty uh, by thirty, where they want to take control of thirty percent of the land and water by twenty thirty. I mean, they're trying to harness uh, the natural world. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, their their whole transhumanist element is about ultimately engineering humanity out of existence and this goes all the way back a hundred years when the the technocrats deemed us to be inefficient that we were only putting 10 percent of the food and oxygen we they allowed us to take in back into the system in the form of work i mean it's just all a system of control and power and they like to play god uh, which i tell the audience all the time they're not if they were god they'd snap their fingers and they'd have their new humanoid or whatever it is they wouldn't have to hack hijack and pirate the natural world and dna and and uh, put brain chips in people's heads they wouldn't have to do all that if they were actually gods now let me just ask you before uh because i want to jump into vaccines let me what's your opinion on COVID itself i know you're talking about radiation that could be coming from the 5g towers i want to ask you what is it when people go to the cvs parking lot or to line up at the goodwill in the parking lot in a tent or they buy a home testing kit and they're spitting in a cup or they're sticking a probe up into their brain what do you think that actually is when it comes back and tells them supposedly that they have you know covid uh the other interesting part i always point out is when they'll say oh there was three new cases of covid xyz b5710 in boston the test isn't telling them what the variations are of these supposed strains of covid so that's all made up as well but what do you think that actually is what is the test at this point well, actually, it's not a test. It's not even a test. So I, in my opinion, I strongly believe that these devices are pre, preset to give you the result, the intended result. And when they say false positive, there's nothing to be positive uh, with because there's no disease, there's no virus. So once you understand that there's no virus, then whatever they're doing is junk. And these devices have to be preset to be positive or to produce a positive or a negative uh, result. So mm-hmm. some of them are preset to be negative and most of the others are preset to, be, to, to produce a positive result. Because even if you take, if let's say it's a test, right? And um, they use a PCR or, or whatever it is, the PCR will will not tell you that you're sick. It's not designed for that. PCR is just designed to multiply, to uh, magnify the, uh, the amount of any molecules or any you know, type, uh, piece of uh, genetic material, multiply it so that it becomes um, countable, become, it becomes visible, it becomes positive or you can't find it. A specific piece of ge- uh, genetic material, right? And there is no different strains because they don't exist. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. So what they're testing for is just a unicorn. Mm-hmm. It's a sham. It's a complete sham. Yeah, and I and I've always pointed out from the very beginning. Um, 
And and we talked before the show, actually, I asked you your opinions on uh, hydrochloroquine, ivermectin, and you had said to me, well, I'm not for any of it because I'm against the use of all these uh, big pharma drugs. drugs. But yeah. My opinion from the beginning, I was warning all of my friends, even people who from the beginning said, hey, I'm not getting a vaccine if this thing comes out. Uh, but they were running down and getting tested or they were looking for hydrochloroquine or ivermectin. I said, listen, you don't trust the quote unquote government. You don't trust Bill Gates right Mm -hmm. uh why are you giving these people access to your body at all i mean not only could that test that you're getting at the cvs parking lot be pre-rigged what are they sticking up into your head what's on the end of the q-tip i don't know Mm -hmm. i mean most of these tests you read the labels the ones they sell at the grocery store they say made in china wasn't china where all this problem started aren't they our enemy how do you know even if it's not nefarious that the factory Mm -hmm. that makes those q-tips is totally sterile how do you know there's not rat poison on the end of that that fell on it by accident and you're going to go stick that up into your head i mean this, uh, this is where i couldn't get people to just fully step back and say okay i'm, I'm going to stay clear of all of this stuff mm-hmm. yep you're right and i do not recommend anybody to take any of these um you know drugs like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin it may make you feel better and you may, you know, feel no more symptoms after eight hours, 12 hours, whatever it is. But whatever they're doing, they're not treating you. They're not treating the cause. They're just suppressing your body's expression to heal. They're just stopping the healing symptoms. Because when you're sick, as I said, your body's healing. So when you stop the healing process, you will feel better. Mm-hmm. Instead of letting your body deal with the you know, with removing the waste or healing from whatever you're trying to heal from, instead of letting the body do that, you're just stopping that process. And it mm-hmm. makes you feel better. And you think it gives you the false impression that you've healed, but you have not. Because if you continue doing that, at some point you will get sick again because your body, once the drug is, um, you know, uh, removed from the body, it will attempt that healing again. And yeah, each it, time you suppress it, the symptoms will be tougher. The healing crisis will become tougher and tougher over time. Yeah, it would be like having a torn ligament in your knee. You take a bunch of painkillers and you say, mm-hmm. hey, I could go to the gym and work out at 100%. Yes. And as soon as the painkillers wore off, you realize you tore your knee even more because you were exactly. just suppressing the actual pain, which was your body telling you, hey, you've got a problem down there. Don't be working out right now. Exactly. That's a great example. <laughs> 